Welcome to Galesrian's Greatest, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition RPG actual play podcast and homebrew story trailing the adventures of the greatest heroes from a magical world of the past. My name is Emma and I'm the GM, leading my players across the jungles, oceans, mountains, and more on Galesrian, our fantasy world of old. Volume 1, Episode 12, The Bonito Sails Again. Previously, on Tales of the Witch Boy, the group spoke with a mer-person oracle, learned more information about the rangers, and set their sights on new horizons. Unfortunately, Hannah has left the party as she has agreed to travel north with Lelua'ina in order to learn what they can about the rangers. Welcome back to Galesrian's Greatest. Uh, we are playing some Pathfinder 2nd Edition. And let's see. Oh, new uh, overlays. Or... Yeah. Yeah, that's the term. Thank hey. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, okay. If you look at the map, you should see there is a little diamond that I am using to denote as where you currently are. Um, also, there is a little token for the bonito. The bonito. The bonito. Um, I'm blind. I can't see it. <laughs> um, it's very small, but there is a token for the bonito. Rumor has it, if you uh, zoom in as oh, as it. as far as as far as just keep going, legend says that you may one day end up on the deck of the Bonito itself, um, herself, excuse me. Um, but Foundries doesn't let you zoom in that far. So um, anyway, <laughs> hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, where are we? What are we doing? We're playing some Pathfinder. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, I am going to start by saying, welcome. My name is Emma. I am the uh, game master for Greatest Guardians Gaming Network. Uh, and I also play video games on the network as well. I use she, her pronouns. And in this stream, I am leading our Tales of the Witch Boy group through an adventure on the continent of Saga Gesa in my homebrew world of Galesrian. I'm also playing the character Remy, who is using or who uses the pronouns he, him. Um, couple things to mention. We are down two players from our previous uh, our, our previous or our normal group. Sorry, my phone is going off, I think. There we go. Okay. Um, we are down two players. Uh, we have... Unfortunately, we, we said goodbye to, to Gwen a couple weeks back. And Gwen, Gwen had to move on and uh, continue 
life things. She found a, a great group that she gets to play with, with her wife, and, and it's just a good situation in general. Um, Mike is kind of zeroing in and focusing on family right now, and, and uh, it just needed to step away from the group, and we are definitely sad to see him go, but um, Shaija will still be on the boat with us for a bit. I'll be doing my best to take over her character um, for the time being until it's time for her to move on. Um, and let's see. I would like to go to all of you now. So I would appreciate if maybe we could go to Dawn next. Dawn, could you describe who you are, who you're playing, a little bit about yourself maybe, or a little bit about your character? Sure, absolutely. Hi, I'm Dawn, pronouns he, him. Uh, I play a lot of TTRPGs over at Hexgrid Heroes, uh, mostly Starfinder. So this chance to weekly play fantasy games with my friends uh, has been great. Uh, tonight I'll be playing Craig Fogcrusher, the kobold swashbuckler. Uh, big things are, are in the works for what's come with the party. I am very sad that our healer and our tank have uh, had to part ways, but I wish them the best. And uh, it's made planning my character build that much more exciting, knowing that I'm the only person that's going to fight in melee. Cool. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Remy might be joining you with that in a bit. We'll oh. see. Um, <laughs> um, Michaela, will you please introduce yourself? Yes, hello. I am Michaela. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. I am just living a good life, playing role-playing games, uh, and I am quite sad to see our friends go but they're moving on to things that are equally important, probably more important, let's be honest. Um, and I'm super happy for them. So super glad also that we remain. Um, otherwise, my Mondays would be very boring. Um, I play Sorgafra. Uh, she is uh, obviously also using she, her pronouns, uh, a halfling dampier sorceress who is very excited to be uh hitting the ocean uh she loves the jungle but she's here for adventure so um excited to see how this crew of support uh manages to make it through this uh potentially deadly mission so let's do this darn thing uh hi i'm jenna i'm the third member of this i'm the fourth member of this party because remy is a part of this party as well um uh, she, her, I play Li Shijia. Uh, she, her, fate witch, half elf. Um, not concerned about party composition at all because we're gonna find a city and never leave. So it's gonna, we're only gonna be fighting humanoid people from here on out, and we're not gonna have to worry about anything else. It's gonna be really, really good. I can feel it in my bones. You are a fate witch. Yeah, I can say I can project in the future, and it's like we're just gonna be <laughs> in the parking lot the whole time, just like being up Um, yeah. So we're we're interested in, uh, or I'm interested in, kind of seeing how our characters have have grown and changed. Because I, uh, spoiler alert, I told our 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 players last week um, that we are leveling up. 
to level three in Pathfinder, which is a good level. Um, definitely some cool stuff that you can take. And uh, I wanted to start off our session today by doing a quick recap and then setting up that level up. And then I'd actually really love if y'all could explain one exciting thing that you chose that you want to reveal about your level up. Um, no pressure to reveal anything. Um, if you're like, I'd rather leave it up to uh, role play or gameplay, um, that's fine. Uh, but I think it could be kind of fun to hear like maybe one thing that you're excited about if you are willing to share. Um, okay. Uh, let's set some music. Well, not Oregon Trail. <laughs> We're on the water. <laughs> Too intense. Let's just go to Fishing Village. Okay. You are here in this small village on the edge of this southeastern finger of Lake Ecolo uh, of Lake Kinderon. And you as a group have set your resolve to work toward the Whispering Marshes so that you can be there to take Remy, or that, so that you can be there to understand why these people who are chasing down Remy might be interested in doing so. You recently found out by talking to Sir Gandry of Flaybrush that there may be something darker at play in this in this plot to kidnap the boy. It's uncertain exactly why these rangers are coming after Remy. But as one of the, uh, or as an oracle, a mer-person oracle, told you when you met with Sir Gandry, it seems that Bethar, the god of the only evil-aligned god on all of Galesrian, is somehow tied into that plot. Whether the rangers know it or not, it's unclear. But Bethar's hand is at play in some way, shape, or form. Hannah went off with Lulua'ina to go try and uncover more information. Shaija, Creek, Sakafa, and Lushijia, along with Remy, have convinced, or yes, have convinced Sir Gandry to bring the Bonito back to the seas, back to the water, and bring the boy to the Whispering Marshes. As Hannah walks off into the distance in the mountains, the last thing you see of her is an albatross Lulua Ina's 
familiar, flying above the trees. And it's around 6.30 in the morning, sunrise. Sir Gandry's crew is loading up the ship with their supplies, their tents, any goods they have, any food they have, anything they need to take with them. And as you turn away from Hannah and look toward the Bonito, I would imagine that you realize there is a new chapter for your group ahead. Unfortunately, one without Hannah, though Hannah is working toward a different chapter. One where you're leaving the jungle now, and you're setting foot aboard a sailing ship. Some of you may be feeling different about this than others. Craig, I would imagine, is feeling much more in his comfort zone than everybody else. Um, Sagafa, I'm not sure what your experience with sailing ships might be. Um, Okay, very little. Lishigia, uh, what about you with sailing ships? Any thoughts? Um, I think I've traveled that I'm comfortable enough to get a full night's rest. Nothing is going to stop me. Okay. Um, and all of you see the ship ahead. And as you step aboard the gangplank, start walking up the port side of the ship, working your way into this vessel that you've been aboard before, but never truly seen in its full glory. As you walk aboard, you feel emboldened by the crew around you, quite literally bringing up arms in the name of this boy, Remy, doing what they can to make sure that he's safe, to make sure that all of you wind up with answers at the Whispering Marshes, knowing that they have a part to play in seemingly stopping this evil from influencing the world. And they are also impassioned with this new purpose. And I think you would feel that as you walk up the gangplank. I think there are smiles everywhere. People are excited to get back on the ocean um, and excited to have a purpose again, rather than just hiding within the jungles for years. And as you step aboard the Bonito, you level up to three, you Realize there's a new chapter ahead of you. Um, before we set sail, what are some things that you are excited about as players regarding your character's level up? I bumped up my society. It's plus 11 now. This is the long game. We're going to a city and we're not leaving. <laughs> That's what you needed was more society. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I went ahead and um, made myself a little more fortuitous, uh, <laughs> just knowing that um, perhaps 
without as much of a fighting force in our personal party, our close party, um, it would be helpful to uh, have a, a bit of extra help in the fortitude region. So now I am an expert in fortitude saves instead of just a simply trained young lady. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Craig is, uh, happy to be on water again, but, uh, the, the, the daunting task of being the first, closest line of defense for the, the party now, I just, he just wants to make sure everyone's safe, uh, at level three, swashbucklers get, uh, opportune repost. Uh, so when uh, an, a foe critically fails to hit me, I get an opportunity attack, which is actually pretty rare in this system. So I'm, I'm very excited. Um, very cool. Yeah. Nice. Remy, um, I think I'm going to roleplay mine out. As Remy walks aboard the ship, um, he looks over to a pile of weapons that he sees, just like random weapons that people have like brought aboard the ship and just kind of dumped down here to be sorted later he walks up to this pile of weapons and kind of crouches down and sees a scythe on the ground and he picks it up and um i think he calls krieg over krieg krieg look uh, what do you have there, Remy? Uh, be careful. I don't know if those have been well maintained. You might get tetanus. This, uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, this is from uh, so, so my my friend used his name is Clip. He he used to use this. Um, he used to have like a, a a scythe like this, and and I he he used to let me practice with it. I, uh, uh, um, uh, Sir Gandry, Sir Gandry. Gandry. Oh, oh yes, yes, my boy. Uh, do you think I could have this this scythe? Is that okay? Um. And Sir Gandry just agrees, and Remy takes the scythe and starts looking at it. Um, what Remy took at level three is called adopted ancestry, and what you can do is take a, a an ancestry feat. From a, from an ancestry that is that you may have like some sort of past experience with, and so Remy's best friend is a Gripley, and uh, so he is trying to be a little bit more like his best friend um, and use that weapon. Um, so yeah, that's that's what he took. Thank you. As you look around, um, there are just items kind of randomly strewn about the deck of the ship. Random things that have a place or, or had a place within the crew of the ship a while back and seem to have either been just discarded for sorting or like whoever brought them aboard like didn't know who they belonged to and nobody has claimed them um and sir gandry walks up to all of you and just says oh uh, well hello uh, it's good to see your faces aboard the ship again uh 
I would like for you to uh, take a look around. If you see anything on the ground that's, that strikes you as interesting, you're more than welcome to take that. Um, it, it seems like we have some extra bits and bobs all over the ship that you're more than welcome to, to have access to. Please, take a look around. Oh, that's very generous. Thank you so much, Sir Gandry. Uh, so whatever... Yeah, whatever common or uncommon item you wanted to choose for level three, you'll be able to find that here. Um, you can share that with us if you'd like or not. I feel like Lushigio was going to say something. The minute we came onto this ship and he started screaming, where the Bonito? I have had every reservation in the world and they just keep getting bigger. Um, <laughs> Lushigio, uh see sir gandry going like you can have anything and she like sir gandry um mm, yes. yes thank you so much for your generosity of it's, course um quite an honor to be sailing with such an accomplished crew as yours oh thank you um though i am not the captain you are um we are sailing with um, precious cargo, as it were, and I would never impose to say that you should do things a certain way as, again, this is your crew. Um, perhaps we should go through uh, proper modes of conduct, um, considering that you, we are all very, some of us are new and others are out of practice and a refresher of the some sort of organization within the crew i think would be very helpful especially considering the dangers um that we may face in the future um are you amenable to this he uh he he takes a, a little flask out um and drinks it um. I mage hand it out of his hand. I'm smiling and I'm trying not to be rude, but I mage hand it out of his hand and I throw it off the ship. My water flask. <laughs> Why did you duff? Uh, I'm assuming you thought that was something more than water. Are you sober? Very. <laughs> perception check against this will DC if you want to know. How do we do this on stream because Jenna's face is perfect for this. <laughs> Let's see. Perception. <clears throat> I don't trust this guy. Nine. Yeah, he seems sober. <laughs> um, and he... Ugh. One thing we could bring up in that meeting is perhaps maybe um, ask before you do something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, nonetheless, uh, if 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 we could, uh, I I let me start over. I'm a little flustered. Uh, yes, of course. You call for a meet, a crew meet. We will have a crew meet and discuss terms, conditions, and and make sure that everyone is on the same 
page and that we all have standards that we are all agreeable to. This is fair. This is standard for anyone sailing a ship. Uh, the buck does stop with me, as they say, the captain. But of course, I'm agreeable to listening uh, to any and all concerns as they might arise. Um, I like to think of myself as a... Uh, 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 a facilitator rather than a a uh, a dictator yeah well my crew knows me as a little bit of a hard ass sometimes <laughs> but uh i'm sure you'll be fine um don't <laughs> with, <laughs> with with that said um he shouts out to his crew uh that there there will be a deck meet in uh at 0800 hours um, after they've set sail. And once the ship is on its way, once things are kind of moving in one direction and things are ready to just, things are consistent and, and, and words are hard right now. As long as, as, long as uh, the ship is moving and, and everybody, it seems like things are under control, um, then yeah. Uh, He'll call a duck meeting. That's an interesting caveat you've presented there. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I just it seems like you might be expecting trouble. I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, why, um, why, why would you say that? Well, I mean, most people would just say, "Hey, we're having a meeting," not you know, "Oh, we're having a meeting," assuming the world doesn't end. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, I found these bracelets, uh, and they match. <laughs> so could I take them? They're nice. They've got a big bead in the middle. Oh, yes, those absolutely. They're they're quite pretty. Thank you. Uh, speaking of, um, uh, uh, Li Shijia, um, I don't want to be presumptuous, but um, do you want one of these friendship bracelets? What are they? What does it look like? <laughs> Okay, I'll read you the description. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's, very curious. It's ugly. It's so ugly. Um, it is. Nobody here has taste. They're definitely brightly colored. If uh, Sogafra is interested in them, um, but they are beaded bracelets uh, that they do match, and there's it just specifies that there's one larger bead in the center. Um. So uh, I was hoping perhaps I found uh, seeking bracelets in which if you crush the bead in the center, it sends like a mental alert to the other person uh, mm -hmm. as long as you are on the same plane. Oh, wow. So, But it's really so, ugly, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so it's like it's like think 70s color palette. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's like bright tone, seventies like orange. Oh yeah. yeah, and like olive green, <laughs> and like for some reason, way too into brown. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, because <laughs> uh, I feel like that's just what Sogafa would would feel would be such a great thing to offer to another person. <laughs> what brought this about? Well, I just you know we're. More kind of like 
you know, we're going on this big adventure and I, I don't feel like we've necessarily bonded that much, um, except over our suspicions of Lulu Aina. And um, I know that we're both going to miss Hannah a lot. So I thought maybe we could we could wear them and, and remember that uh, we, we are friends. How could you say no? <laughs> Lisa doesn't know really what to do at this moment. Um, she she looks at the bracelet and she does think it's super ugly. It's so ugly. But then um, she uh, whips her fan and then as it like flicks into the air, it turns into puppy. Um, and then puppy sort of like dances on her hand and then holds out both of its little stick arms for the bracelet. Oh, here you go. Oh, puppy. You can wear it too if you want. Puppy it puts it on. It's a big you. necklace for puppy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cute. Uh, so, so Gaffer is going to be happy for the rest of her life now. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I'll leave you to your political business. I'm going to keep rooting through this stuff. Speaking of the rest of your life, can all of you please roll a perception check? Oh, mother. I'm just kidding. I'm so good. I had to draw. Okay. <laughs> You're good. You're good. You don't need to roll a perception check. It's, I'm that's eight. probably good. It's probably a good I'm processing this gift. Puppy's <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> um, what what did you find on the ship, Don? I spent <laughs> an inordinate amount of time choosing this. Like, mm -hmm more than an hour i still can't choose okay um what do so, you see that you're interested in yeah uh craig sees two things that look neat one is a bladed weapon and the other is a necklace Ooh. yeah very cool is it also orange and green and brown <laughs> <laughs> no, no, one one's a pretty uh standard looking single edged sword that would be that has uh, Okay, I'll, instead of just pussyfooting around. Uh one is a uh wakizashi. Ooh. Okay. It's slightly less base damage, but the stuff it can do and then the stuff it can do later is is is, is superior to the rapier. Mm -hmm. But this necklace of knives is a little necklace with miniature stone throwing knives and wow. uh he can just grab them and throw them and they disappear after they've been out of my hand for a round so like i would have an infinite number of like it says they never de never deplete the number so he could just have a necklace of throwing knives and craig isn't the fastest boy uh, on the ship, uh, physically fastest. He's he's smart enough. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go with the necklace. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So he he grabs it and he holds his sword. It's a bit smaller than his rapier. It would look, it would it would kind of like loosely clatter in the uh, scabbard that he has his rapier in. 
sets it back down and puts this necklace on and you see across his uh, little blue scaled neck uh, a little string of throwing knives very so cool. very cool Shark, just throwing knives instead of shark teeth Basically. yes yep what about lishijia what did you find lishijia is appalled by the state of the ship and that we're just allowed <laughs> to take items without having inventory of everything in the first place so rather than finding a singular item she's gonna see if there's any of the crew she's gonna see if she can bully any of the crew <laughs> to help her take inventory and stock of the ship because no one has traveled on this for a very long time and we don't know what we have so she's not getting an item right now uh, okay <laughs> sounds good are you specifically she looking for a crew member um someone okay so i'm looking for a cross session of someone who is strong looking but also looks like they don't have a lot of self-esteem so i can just get them to do things wow. <laughs> give me a perception check <laughs> we need gwen and Mike back so we can have good people on this freaking crew. Seven. Seven. Um, Himbo. Yeah, you're having a hard time finding someone who matches that specific description. Are you um, all, like, scared of me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, uh, every Why time you, like, every time you see someone like that, they're, like, ah. kind of in a corner and then, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I have something to do. <laughs> Where can I? Is it so impossible to find? Sorry, help sorry. These I, I, I need. I need to go. To, Sir Gander needs my help. What use is this crew if they don't help out? Um, I do not understand. I need. Excuse me. I, I. I'm. I'm sorry. I really need to go. Um. Can I go now? <laughs> You've been just listening to you. No. Oh, um, yeah, I still need to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can give me a persuasion check. I think that's worse. <laughs> Is it diplomacy or persuasion in this game? I always forget. There's diplomacy. I, I think it's diplomacy. I don't see persuasion on here. Got it. Oh, my diplomacy is fine. Oh, uh, 20 total. Um, okay, um, uh, you, sh um, um, I, so I have to help out, but, um, I can maybe help you later, um, I, but I'll, look, look for, look for Lucas, um, if, if you can Lucas. find him. Yeah. Okay, bye. What does Lucas I... look like? He's gone. <laughs> Darn it. Lucas? I just like start walking <laughs> around screaming Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> A cat What's up with this shit. <laughs> A cat folk woman approaches you and just says, Oh, are you looking for Lucas? Yes, I was told that if I needed assistance, I was, should look for a person in Lucas. Oh, um, well, I, well, no, that's not, oh, well, uh, Lucas is, uh, probably down below. Um, I would think that he's, uh, taking a nice rest right now. 
Why? Oh, it's it's only 6.45 in the morning. We just set sail, though. Oh, we haven't set sail yet, dearie. And you he's see? sleeping as we set off? He's not assisting. Oh, he had the night shift. He was up I'll on deck all night long. I'll go look at this dude. What's up? What's up <laughs> with this guy? Okay. Um, I think with your perception check being... Having been lower, um, you have a hard time specifically figuring out which one is Lucas. But you see four individuals who are asleep, who clearly had the night shift. Um, one of them is a catfolk man, who every now and then in his sleep, his tail... So, so they're all in hammocks right now. Mm -hmm. um, and the hammocks are made of netting. And he's like weaved his tail through the netting uh, so that it's more comfortable mm -hmm. um, and the this this person um, every now and then it like twitches as he like snores and he like kind of twitches in his sleep now and then um, and then you've got uh, another man who is a rabbit folk um, and he looks to be of small stature, uh, or he is of small stature, probably around Sagatha's height. Um, and he is a, he, he seems to be like when, when you walk in, he like, give, give me a, yeah. When, when you walk in, you might notice that he shifts in his sleep a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you see another individual who is a cat folk as well. A uh, big burly cat folk person. Um, and it's just like knocked out. Uh, mm. Way asleep. Um, and then you also have a knoll fellow. Another hyena person. And uh, he's also a big burly, burly dude. Um, and he has one foot dangling off of the hammock um and like he's tried to get a blanket on top of him but it's like kind of covering his face and like not really covering his legs like he's clearly been tossing and turning a little bit um and he looks asleep but like kind of in a like he could wake up at any moment like he's he's probably a light sleeper just by the way that he's tossing a little bit in his hammock. There's an entire crew of awake people and I have to bother the people who did graveyard. I'm going to have to talk with Sir Gandry about this. So what I'm going to do is <laughs> I am going to, he's going to get an earful. Uh, I yeah, am going run. to, <laughs> I'm going to take puppy. Um, and then they're going, oh, for, while I was like searching around after puppy had put on the necklace, um, they turned back into a fan. And when they did, the necklace turned into like a, like it's attached like a charm to the end of the fan now. Okay. Oh, I love it. Cute. Um, and then when they turned back into like a little doll person, it's back around their neck. Um, is there any, is there like a, like a small desk with paper on it nearby potentially? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I go to the desk. 
I put on a piece of paper, I write down Lucas as phonetically accurate as I can, and I give it to Puppy. And I tell Puppy to stand here and sort of just like, you know how like people wait for folks <laughs> at the airport and they have like the sign up? <laughs> and like a driver. I tell, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I tell Puppy, as soon as you find, as soon as the person named Lucas wakes up, um, have them come to me. And puppy does a little dance and then sort of just stands like at the floor holding up the sign Lucas and I take a couple more papers and a couple more ink and then I go and um, uh, take inventory and like take stock of the ship myself. Give me a crafting check. Nineteen total. Okay, you're um looking through this, you have a good understanding of what all these things are. Um, for the most part, I mean, you can, you can pretty much give a name to almost every single thing that you come across. And I would say your inventory is pretty accurate so far. Um, it's going slowly because obviously you don't have Lucas or someone else to help you move things and go through things and put things where they need to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, your inventory is, is very accurate. Um, I think Sir Gandry would walk up to you as you're doing this. Oh, uh, what are you doing here? I'm taking inventory, Sir Gandry. It's good to have stock of the items on your ship. Brilliant. Why have I never thought of this? We just put it in the hold every single time. <laughs> what, 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 what did you find? Um, this is the current list of the items I've found so far. I still need to check above deck and I still need to take stock of the condition of your ship. Uh, I understand that it's only been used for ferrying fish back and forth for this for the time being, correct? Well, that that's that's accurate. Yes. I see. Um, after I'm finished here, if you could send anybody down here to assist me, um, anyone either who can lift or is good with numbers. It would be so wonderful. Hang on. <laughs> you know who you should ask? Lucas. No. No. I think he took the night shift last night, but there's a fellow named Lucas. I am aware, yes. Is there no one else who can assist? He seemed quite fast asleep last I checked on him. Oh, yes, I would let him sleep. Um, well, you see, I'll, I'll talk to uh, one of our crew members up top and see if they can gather one or two people to come help you out. Um, and and uh, we'll, we'll get you started. I think Lucas would be eventually the best fit for this task, um, but uh, we can make sure that we at least get someone to get you started. Um, yeah. Lovely. And he'll go up top and he will send down two individuals. Mm -hmm. One is a kind of jittery uh, rabbit folk mm -hmm. who is uh, much taller than the other rabbit folk that you saw, probably more around your height. Um, mm -hmm. And this individual seems to be a little bit like on edge, like looking around frequently, like it's just trying to take in the environment, 
kind of jittery. Um, and they approach you and, and I think you would get a fair, you would be able to make a fair assumption that they probably are pretty bright. Um, mm -hmm. and they have a good handle on like sorting things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you also would be met with, um, another cat folk individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and they seem to be kind of, they seem to be kind of strong, like not, not, not massive, not super strong, um, mm -hmm. or muscular, just capable athletic mm -hmm. build. And, um, I think that would be the, probably the most notable trait that they have in kind of a first meet. Mm -hmm. um, both are nice. Uh, they introduce themselves, uh, the rabbit folk. Uh, he says his name is... Let's see, let's find some rabbit folk. Ooh, oh, whoops. Yeah, um, let's find some rabbit folk names. His name is Quiver. Cute. Mm -hmm. And the cat folk. His name is. His name is. I don't like any of those. His name is Jackson. J-A-X-S-O-N. Are they both he, hims? They are both, yes, they are both he, him. They use he, him pronouns. Um, and I think they would maybe just kind of hold small talk with you. Uh, they're not terribly interested in, in chatting. I think they're very focused on the task at hand. Uh, is there anything specifically that you wanted to talk to them about? Nothing in particular. I think I just introduced myself and then I'd have them, I do a brief on like what's, if they can, if either of them could write, um, how well they can count and how much they could potentially carry. And then depending on how they answer, I'd set them off, set them off to different tasks. Oh, well, um, yes, I'm, I'm quite talented at writing. I've written the book. I've actually written three, uh, but the only published one back, back in Flaybrush before the war. I mean, it, it was, uh, it was quite a difficult time. I wasn't able to write too much or publish anything, but yes, I, I'm, 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 I'm quite the writer. Uh, I, I would be, oh, you're just asking if I can, uh, write an inventory, of course. Um, well, yeah, I could do that if you needed help with that. Yes. Um, I would be happy to help you with that. If, if you would, if you, if, 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 if you would appreciate the hell. Quiver. Yes. How familiar are you with this ship? Oh, very. I mean, I, I sailed with Sir Gandry for about three years before he uh, left the war and came to Sagagesa. Very good. Um, I take out a piece of paper and I give him um, a pen. Um, seeing as you are good with words, um, while me and Jackson here take inventory, would you please go about the ship and check for its condition? Um, any place that seems, anything that seems out of place, please write in the most third description that you can manage, both its condition and the location on its ship on the ship. 
Rido. I believe I can do that. I will go ahead and uh, gather my things. I'll, I'll make sure I have a, a quill and a piece of paper with me and I'll, I'll go ahead and, and uh, hop around. Thank you. I'll Thank see you, you in a bit. Mm-hmm. And then Jackson, I believe, Jackson will, I would have him help me because I would ask him to move things in certain place and while he's moving them, write them down and stuff and then have him put these in a way that's organized that can be useful to us in my mind. Okay. Um, I think Don, you're the only one who's going to get this joke. Um, I think he, he kind of grabs a few things, puts them where they need to go and then rearranges them and steps back and looks at it and says, Hmm, satisfactory. And then he goes back to, uh, back to you and picks up what you need and moves it over. And every now and then he's looking back and he's like, Hmm, satisfactory <laughs> Lee, she just no idea what this guy's talking about but she's glad he's having a great time moving these boxes <laughs> cool. cool that's um, what she's gonna do for the for a lot of the trip or a lot of the, i don't know what stage of this trip we're on she's gonna be doing a lot of that cool it feels like she's setting up her own secondary retinue <laughs> <laughs> like we're we i think it's on record that we are uh or we we said this off air but uh someone said we are a party of jackasses and i don't disagree <laughs> by we any are. means but like <laughs> craig and sogafa and remy probably wouldn't be maybe sogafa sogafa has maybe um <laughs> but to have these people to push around so good for you go, so good <laughs> for her and i love that for her <laughs> Um, I think, uh, as, as you're organizing, as you're, you're getting help from Quiver and Jackson, um, probably around 45 minutes pass and it's around 730 in the morning. Uh, and I think everyone hears a ship's bell. Um, and <laughs> if you're in the hold, you see two of the four individuals who are asleep. Um, they, they like fall out of their hammock and like they, they look kind of stunned for a moment and then, oh, okay. No, everything's fine. And then they go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> everybody else you hear shouting, Uh, what would the sailing terminology be for leaving port? But they, essentially, they're they're shouting that they're getting the ship ready to leave, and they are um, raising the sails and trying to work their way out of the dock. Um, within about thirty minutes, the ship is underway. Sir Gandry passes the helm off to his first mate, who is a, a very serious looking catfolk woman who's wearing a, uh, a wrap on her side uh, or on her waist. And uh, it's kind of has a similar effect to a skirt, but it's more just a, it's like a piece of fabric that has been tied around her waist more than anything else there we go that's the word i've been looking for thank you yeah a sarong 
Um, Proud of that one. Nice. And so she's wearing a sarong and she's wearing like a kind of a crop top of sorts. Uh, not not like super super short or anything, but it comes up just above the just above her waist. Uh, you can see a little bit of fur on her belly. Um, and the, let's see. Um, got distracted. Uh, yeah, and it, it comes just above her waist, and she's also wearing a bandana over her forehead. Um, and I think she is... Mostly just focused on the uh, road ahead. Or the water ahead. Um, the water road. The water road. Um, is my volume better? I may have bumped. Okay. Yeah, it's I a lot better. Button. I moved it when I hit the button. Sorry. Uh, and she looks like a badass. Uh, she's got a whole like set of rings pierced into her tail. Um, and they kind of like, you got one on the end, a few that kind of sit in the middle together and she's got a, another piercing in the side of her or at the top of her ear that kind of like sticks out from the, uh, the bandana that she's wearing. Um, and Sir Gandry walks over to the deck, uh, just below the... I believe the technical term is the poop deck. Um, I think so. Yeah, and calls a meeting with everybody who is ready to, or everybody who's not actively working. I believe we have some terms to agree to. Uh, we have a uh, very exciting journey ahead of us. Um, we're here to help this young one make sure that they get to the Whispering Marshes. Um, I would like to offer a uh, completely anonymous way of submitting any sort of guidelines or rules that you would like for us to follow on this ship. I will take them under advisement. Um, and he holds out this, like, treasure chest type thing that's kind of small and he like hands out paper and uh they're like definitely are not enough pens quills um <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people are like uh what we've, we've... <laughs> one person shouts in the back why are we doing this <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, I think it's pretty clear that they've never done this before. Um, but he wants to be respectful to like the the the, the wishes of Lushigia. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, he is going to just kind of order everybody to fill something out that they think would be a good guideline for <laughs> moving forward on the ship. And he explains his like he explains his basic rules, which are basically. Don't be an ass. Um, don't hurt other people on the ship. Uh, <laughs> look out for your other crew members. And when there is help needed, step in to help. Um, 
and those are his like four main guidelines um and oh i think also he would say like if if you need help ask for help like we can't sail a ship if if people are pretending to know what they are doing when they actually don't um and within you know about 30 to 40 minutes of sailing you can see that you're making a, a, a fair bit of headway away from this small little fishing village um, it's visible still I mean you can kind of see the dock in the distance off to the starboard stern of the ship um, but I mean you're definitely on the water and you are sailing um, anything that you all would like to do at this point uh, I'm curious if Chloe and her husband are I was aboard? just gonna ask <laughs> mind meld good question um, I'm giving you the friendship bracelet <laughs> <laughs> they are um, they are on the ship with you okay their daughter is on the ship with you as well oh okay um and they are all sticking with the group pretty much everybody in that village except for jetted aya <laughs> and the old witch we okay, forgot uh, to talk to the witch woman gladys we're, i'm yeah. sure we'll run into her again <laughs> oh my god somewhere she, she's yeah. already in the next city Oh my god. <laughs> she was so interesting. She had such weird lore. We had man. But she didn't make any sense. We couldn't get anything out of her. That's why she was so cool. <laughs> um yeah, Gladys and Jedid Aya are still in the village. Um everybody else has packed up and joined the crew. Yeah. Finally they can get out of here. Yeah. We must cucked by taking inventory. I can't believe I missed talking to Gladys. <laughs> too too distracted by organization. I know. Um, I think Sogafa is probably, you know, making her way around the whole crew of the ship. You know, just hi, I'm Sogafa. Um, we haven't met before. Uh, I just wanted to say hello, and uh, I just wanted to know if I could help you in any way. And then I assume that several of them are like. I'm I'm just doing my job. Uh and then, you know, go on to the next one. Literally just trying to make friends with every single person on the ship as quickly as possible. Um, I think in doing so, eventually you come across a woman who has a similar accent to you. Oh, are wow. are, are you from Alea? Oh my gosh, how did you know? Oh my goodness, from Are uh, you Are you from the north or the south? Well, I'm from like this the you know, like kind of the the eastern border southish of the um of the, you know, the 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 wilds there. Uh just a little village. It, I it doesn't even have a name really. Um but yeah, I'm from there. Where are you, are you from the Elven Kingdoms or, or are you from the wilds? Where are you from? So she is an elf. Um, and she is quite tall. Um, she looks down, uh, looks down at you. And then initially after some time kind of sits down on the, on, on one of the barrels. So at least she's not like, um, towering. 
um, and she'll try to hold a conversation. She's from one of the elven kingdoms up in Elea. Um, <clears throat> and she mentions that she traveled quite a bit during the war, wound up in, uh, I wound up in Flaybrush. I was trying to make sure that, uh, you know, that everybody was, was safe. And, uh, I, I, I initially met the cat folk, but they were, uh, they, they needed my help. And, uh, Sir Gandry was, uh, someone that I was able to, to meet as well. And I just decided to stick around, you know? Well, gosh, what were the odds? Look at that. I know. We linked a... up on the same ship from, from the same place, but in vastly different ways. That's, that's great. Oh, I love a good travel story. I agree. Um, well, it's 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 wonderful to meet you, and I look forward to seeing you around. Oh my gosh, you too. If you need anything, you know, you just need to call out for me, and I'll be there in just a moment. And the I, same, I am happy to help. And the same goes for you. Um, oh my gosh. Well, have a, have a nice day, and I'll see you around the ship. Oh yes. What was your name again? Oh yeah, my name. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Yep. <laughs> well, oh well, my name is Amarin. A M R Y N N. My my name is Amarin. Um. And yeah, it's it's just a, what did what did you say yours was? I'm Sogafa. Sogafa, what a beautiful name. Uh, I liked Amarin a lot. You're so sweet. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, and she kind of goes back to doing what she was doing. Um, I think okay. your 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 assumption is correct, though. Most people are working. Most people are trying to make sure the ship is functioning. Oh, that's uh. Yeah, sorry. Most people are trying to make sure the ship is functioning and everything is is going smoothly. Um, I think also there's this sense that if you set things up well in the beginning and you make sure that like the ship is on the right heading, all the the sheets are are um, trimmed correctly, that you have all of the different uh, lines where they should be, uh, then everything will go smoothly later and so i think there's this big rush to make sure that everything is set up beautifully now in case one something goes wrong or two um they can just relax later without having to worry about it and so there's there's definitely like people are interested in meeting you but a lot of the time it's a quick go, oh, oh, hey, um, I really have to get this done right now. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, sorry. I, I'll, I'll come see you at dinner time. Yeah, I'm, gl I'm glad good. you understand. Thank you. Yes. Um, and it's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay. After striking out, I'm going to climb up on the, on the mast and probably just perch, dangling my feet. There's a little person up on the crow's nest. There <laughs> is actually a tengu at the top of the crow's nest um do you know what a tengu is i don't uh tengu are uh bird people they tend to be crows ravens and they're a humanoid 
birds. Um, and as you climb up, oh, he he hello. Hi. Oh, I didn't see you up there. Hi. Oh. Can I come hang out with you? Well, yes. It's not that spacious up here, but um, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much. I'm small. I don't take up very much space, I promise. I can stand <laughs> on the rail. I can sit on the rail. I, you know. Oh, no, please stay within the crow's nest. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably safer that way. And Sagafa, I mean, you're up high. Like, like this is, this is quite a bit of, let's see, how, how tall would that be? Um, probably a good 80 feet off of the ground. Um, maybe more. I'm not sure exactly what the, uh, mast height would be comparative to a ship length, but it's, it's pretty tall. At least I would say at least 80 feet. And when you get up there, I mean, it's gorgeous. Like you see the jungle all over the place. You can see like there's quite a bit of water ahead of you, but I mean, on either side, there is also jungle because you're still in this, this finger of this lake. Um, and I think also looking straight ahead, you see more jungle well off in the distance. And this, excuse me, this Tengu um, would hold out a little spyglass, hand it to you and say, would you like to look? I, oh my gosh, I would love to look. Oh, I would well, love to. Just, uh, don't, don't drop it, please. Uh, at least not in the water. I can fly down and get it if I need to, but I would prefer not to go swimming hands I, I you know what i'm with you i don't really like the water that much uh i'll stand in the middle of the crow's nest so if i do drop it it just goes right there i appreciate that and uh yeah give me a perception check oof 12. Um, jungle, water. Uh, every now and then you see kind of a, a sail off in the distance, but nothing, nothing major. Seems to be like... fair, I don't think I would know what I'm looking at. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you might, you might see like a white something on the water. You might assume that that's a sail. You might not. Um, but that's about it. Water, jungle, and sails. Gorgeous. It's very pretty. Um, well, are you relieving me of duty? Uh, what is, what is your duty? Oh, I'm the lookout. Right. I'm just l looking? Just looking? Well, did, uh, I can teach you. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. I need a job. I think I'm driving everybody crazy. <laughs> uh, and he kind of takes out like a, a map, uh, a small little map of Lake Kinderon and shows where he's marked little 
things that are of interest, like maybe little small little islands, maybe uh, places to not sail the ship on top of because uh, it might be shallow water or what have you. Um, <clears throat> and he just kind of points out a few things to look out for and just says, well, if you need anything, this is what you can use. Just make sure you don't drop it. And every time someone new comes up, you can pass it to them. Um, okay. And uh, he, that, that's his training. Just kind of talking you through. This is what you, you just look and, and look okay. for different landmarks. Um, I don't think Do he's, that. I don't think he's going to leave you. I think he's going to stay up there with you for a bit. <laughs> You know what? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Um, what is Craig doing on the ship? Uh, Craig, after hearing uh, Lishija remark on the state of the ship several times to several people, I think he's going to take it upon himself to use his... Um, he's more of an ocean sailor, mm. but uh, kind of his experience there, he wants to go and like scrape off barnacles busted beams just just help out uh he'll leave the operation of the ship to those a little more qualified he could jump in and help probably mm -hmm. but i think he's gonna spend a lot of time looking out and around feeling wind on his face the sounds of the water rushing by and he just wants to help uh help the ship but more importantly easily she just mind about the state of this uh scowl um, very nice. I think that you would meet a few faces as you're doing this. Most people, are, again, are pretty focused on their jobs. Um, so you're looking mostly for people who are trying to take care of, of the ship, right? As uh, Yeah, yeah. Those that are doing, like, necessary operations, he'll, he'll give, like, a curt nod to and, you know, I could help if you need me to do this. And then just, like, Ooh, go off. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, uh, we'll we'll make sure that we uh, look out for you when we need you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, what's what, what's your name? What you say your name was? I'm Craig. Craig Fogcrusher. Craig. All uh, right, Craig. Uh, yep. Well, well. Thank you. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> and. I think you might notice a couple people who are of smaller stature, like being in charge of hanging over the side of the ship and like mm -hmm. scrubbing yep. barnacles down or something like that. They've got a little like rope with a bosun's chair tied to their uh, their waist, and they're just kind of swinging back and forth. Oh, if if there's an opportunity to do that, he <laughs> will absolutely take up. He's not above any work. He will he will clamber on over, and he will. He'll he'll lead in sea shanties. Cool. Um Yeah, I think um then oh go ahead. I was just saying I don't know any sea shanties, so if you want one <laughs> you're gonna have to give me like thirty five seconds to pull one up. I think all of us want one. Um oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, you, you meet a um a halfling and you meet a gnome. Um Oh nice. And they are going to Kind of help you get situated. 
I think they might be impressed with the fact that you probably know how to tie a bosun's chair. Um, and they're like, okay, a, a fellow sailor. And they get you set up on the on the deck and then tie you off on the on the deck so that you know you're not falling over. Um, and they seem to have like a, a rhythm to them as they, you know, you've got two people on either side that are doing it, you being one of them. And as you step over the side, you can kind of walk along the side of the ship and then move your way back. Walk yep. along the side of the ship and scrape and move the way back, move your way back. Um, and so as, you know, if, if you two were going at different, different um, cadences or directions, then you would bump into each other. And so I think trying to synchronize your movement is, yep. is what you're trying to do. Can you give me an athletics check? And then can you also give me a performance check? Oh, I can do both of those things. Uh, athletics. Give us the flourish. Can I use my panache? No, I, I can't. That's oh. a combat thing. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Uh, that is a 24 for uh, athletics. Very nice. And a perform check. Ooh. 23. They love this, Craig. They are just like all into the, the shanty, guiding the movement, and they are absolutely impressed with your ability on a sailing ship. Um, they appreciate that there's someone else new who has joined because it's been the same people for the past five years. And as much as they love meeting new people, a new person who can also sail that's a win yep. um what is your sea, sea shanty if you don't mind going out on a limb and sharing it with us <laughs> and i'm being called out in chat thanks mark uh okay i got one this one's called the black ball line it's a heaving shanty from andrew driscoy in the black ball line i served my time and what's the line where you can shine the black ball ships are good and true they are ships for me and you for once there was a black ball ship hey. that 14 knots an hour could hey, click hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on like that <laughs> cool um and i think uh, not even or, or even people who are not doing that on the side are going to jump in every now and then and just kind of join you and sing along with you. Oh, they'll carry you along through the frost and snow and take hey. you where the wind don't hey. blow. Hey. <laughs> you will surely find a gulp. You'll finally... Oh, wow, that one doesn't rhyme at all. <laughs> just take a trip to Liverpool, to Liverpool, that Yankee school, that Yankee sailors you'll see there with red top boots and shortcut hair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. The magical, mystical land of Liverpool. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it's an ancient hey, kobold there's, city. <laughs> there's, an, there's now an ancient kobold city called Liverpool. Yes. In this world. <laughs> um, so you begin to work your way forward. The wind is kind to you. It's not heavy wind but it is consistent wind, and that is better than anything. And as you move up toward 
the um, edge of this. finger on the lake, I guess is what you'd call it. Um, the lake opens up, and you start to see more to the west, more to the north, and even a little bit to the east, you see there's another river coming down from the Kinderon Mountains. And sailing up further, toward Ecolophia. You're actually able to make it to Ecolophia within one day of travel. It's around... Let's say... Um, I think you would arrive at Ecolophia around 5.30pm. The wind does start to die down a bit. Um, and you realize that with the speed of the ship, with the wind that you've had you probably are able to make about 48 miles in one day of travel. Um, and according to this map, that is four hexes. And looking at a map, trying to determine your heading and your speed, um, I think you'd notice that um, it would probably take you anywhere between three and four days, depending on other things that might happen, if anything, um, that might slow you down. Maybe the wind dies, maybe you run into someone, maybe you want to stop and check something out. Um, but in general, if you were to keep moving forward, probably three to four days. Three being the absolute minimum amount of time that it would take. You do have a choice moving forward. And Gandry approaches you, Lishigia. I woke up from inventory. Everything is organ so organized yes. right now. By like yes. material, <laughs> by like um, how many there is. Lishigia. Thank you for bringing a new life to this ship. It's quite easy to find my way around, and I appreciate your time. We have a choice, and I think you are the most appropriate person to make that choice. Seeing as you have... What shall I say the custody over the boy in a way um, you are protective over the boy it seems you as as many as the others but you specifically seem to understand the boy um, would you prefer to visit Ecolophia or would you prefer to head straight down the river for the Whispering Marshes? Will you be accompanying us down the river? We will accompany you as far as you need us. Um, with, within reason. We'll take you to the Whispering Marshes. Um, 
Any stop along the way, we're happy to stop. We could use supplies, but we don't need them. I look at the list. <laughs> Do I think they need supplies? Um, yeah, you uh, give me a, let's see. Have I gotten to that part of my inventory yet? <laughs> give me a survival check. Nineteen. Okay. Um, you think that if you were to continue down the river, mm -hmm. with how many people you have aboard the vessel, it might be nice to have more food than you have. Mm. Um, however, that's not urgent. It mm -hmm. could wait another two days. I remember when we were on this ship, and we were also finding like really rotten sails and stuff. Yeah. We got here pretty fast though, right? Yeah. Um, the the sails have thus been, or have since then been patched. Um, they are still in, in some disrepair, um, mm -hmm. but they seem to have lasted you this long so far. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would know if, I don't think I would. I would have to consult um, Craig on what he yeah, thinks about that. You can either do so, or you can try and give me a society check. Um, <laughs> I think I would have consulted Craig because I would have asked you what you think. I would have given you like options of like, okay, if he wants this boat to do this, if it wants to be fully ready for combat, this is what I think it needs from my recalls. This is what I think it needs for if it's like a sailing ship, and then this is what I think this needs. And then I ask you for like reconfirmation or like your take on my lists. Okay. Uh, lore sailing okay? Yeah. Cool. Getting ready to use a hero point on this natural too. Okay. Natural nine. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, 15. I'm 15. fine with 15. Um, the, the sails, they they need repaired. You you really could either... What's What would be fastest is if you purchased entirely new sails for the vessel. Mm -hmm. um, that could get expensive. Uh, you also think that if you were to stop in Ecalofia, uh, you could probably find... A, a dock worker uh, who runs a small business that would be able to repair sails. Um, but that would take time. Uh, something you said, uh, we have enough supplies for two days, or it wouldn't be necessary to take on more supplies for two days. We have a four to five day journey, so uh, Craig will advise everything you just said there and say, like, we have enough food, but uh, given the the lack of fish, which I'm very keen on figuring out, mm -hmm. not letting that fault drop, um, it would be good if we could take on some dried goods, some sundries. Um, uh, they've been living in the forest for a few years, and to yes. be honest with you, we could buy some soap. This is coming from a kobold sailor himself, so it's <laughs> I, I feel like... Uh, after uh, a, a good hard day's sail, even Craig is like, come on guys, we don't have to smell like this. We don't smell like this in the ocean. <laughs> I think it would be advisable for them to also perhaps have a change of clothing. Um, yes. I'm concerned about them being identified. Not hugely concerned, but 
blending into everyday society, I think, would be good for them. Yeah, it would be a nice change of pace. They could walk around, be around civilized folks, and it's, you know, we'd be on land for a day. Maybe we could take it in shifts. You know, we just mm-hmm. take a couple of them with us as a, we escort them around to protect them uh, if anything should happen. But, you know, give each of them a little bit of shore leave, as we call it. I was below deck doing inventory, checking on the ship. Um, what was the results of the meeting up above deck? I wanted to be a part, but of course, we came uh, here much sooner than I expected. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I, I, I sang a sea shanty that I learned from my days back in Durvesbury. Uh I, I saw Sogatha go up top to the crow's nest, and she didn't fall, so I, I assume things went well with her. But, I mean, do, I got busy. All, do they all know not to mention Remy or the Bonito? You know... While scraping the hull, I didn't get much talk in on that. Maybe, maybe we have a little uh, power <laughs> power meeting <laughs> before we dock. That's a that's smart, and we should probably think of disguises. Like, is is Remy going to be your apprentice, or is it my turn yet? Would you like him to be your apprentice? I feel like that's perfectly suitable. For I think it'd be really funny, especially with that scythe. Sure. Did you guys say, say something? Um, yeah, I, I said I scythe. Heard, I heard, I heard my name. Oh, oh yeah, isn't it so cool? Lucidia, yeah. Look, look at my scythe. It's like, uh, yeah. Anyway. Twice as is is it twice as tall as him, or is this like a, a shaped, uh, a sized scythe? Um, right now it is twice as solid, twice as tall as him. Um, I think that he probably would take some penalties to swinging this. Okay. Um, I don't quite know um, mechanically how that works, but like yeah, I, I'm I'm no Mike, and I will never take Mike's spot. But like, I feel like with a reach weapon like a scythe, it being way longer may actually not a mechanical bonus. It would just be like a spear with a like. I just think it looks funny yeah. on an eleven year old with a six yeah. and a half tall yeah. scythe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you... Give me a crafting check on it. Are you looking to do some? Farming, Remy, with that. Oh, um, uh, no, I mean, I thought it would be kind of cool, right? It's pretty cool. Like, 18 crafting. 15 crafting. Um, I, I just figured, like, Greg is all up in. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm just kind of back here, like. And, and it, like, I don't know, um, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of like, you know, get get up and like, yeah. I feel like what you do is very useful, Remy, and very helpful. Is there any particular reason besides that you don't feel as adept as Craig with swordplay that you chose to pick up this farming tool? Uh, well, I'm, I mean, it, it's it's my, it, my 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 best friend from home. He had one. Um, and it just it reminded me of him. Um, he had a smaller one, but like, um, oh wait, what am I saying? This is a griply weapon. It's a oh, griply that's size. Right. It's probably perfect. Yeah, it's okay. So it's it's actually it's a good size for him. Okay, so um, it's it's appropriate. Got it. It is appropriate. Yeah. Got it. Um, 
But nonetheless, he he says, um, I mean, yeah, my, my best friend from home, he had one, um, and I, I just thought it would be kind of cool if maybe I could, like, learn to use one too, and then maybe next time I saw him, I could show him that I can use it. But, like, he hunts with it, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's, like, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, mostly he just cuts down things, but, like, sometimes he uses it. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it, anyway, um, I thought it would be cool. Yeah. See. Well, it's good that you're taking interest in things outside of your original study, but be sure to speak with, I suppose, Craig about how to use this weapon correctly within combat. Um, we wouldn't want you hurting yourself by accident. Oh, um, yeah. No, okay, I will. Yeah. Um, Craig, can we talk yeah. later? Um, yeah, we could, we could, we could practice some moves. I'm, I'm, I'm no... Make sure I get the character name and not the PC name. Uh, I'm no Hannah, but like you know, we could practice on like uh, there's there's you know, and like you'll know, like kick uh, some like discarded bits of wood. Like we could turn this into a training dummy, and you know we could practice some swings on it. We could coordinate our fighting styles. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Well, I'll I'll come I'll come down later and we'll, we'll maybe we'll talk about like how to set that up. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna and then he looks over at Eska, and Eska does a little like bob and twirl in the air and then mm-hmm. looks at Remy. Um, and then Remy just kind of, yeah, okay, let's go. And then he runs back up top. <laughs> um. So we are deciding Ecolophia. Yep. I think so. I I think that you're more than able to have a meeting with everybody and talk about like don't talk about Remy um don't you know bring up the name the Bonito um we, we make up a story that they could sure. use if they want to yeah <laughs> um I think there are a couple people who are like practicing the story like in their in their mind just to, like make sure that they got it like every night they're like someone's walking up and down the deck just like okay um, fisherman, um, uh, Andromo LA, um, Catch uh, a lot of Fia. Catch a lot of Fia. Yeah, thank, thanks. That was, thank you. Um, <laughs> again, you don't have to offer up this information if it's not asked. You can just go about your business. If someone does ask, this is what you tell them. You don't have to give this up front. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, Probably around sunset, late well, late later than that in the evening. It's it's dark. Uh, you arrive at Ecolophia, and as the bonito pulls in to port, uh, it's a busy port. There are ships all over, and they are anchored in the bay. Mm-hmm. Or anchored just offshore of Ecolophia. And most of the way that people are getting to shore is through small rowboats um, or larger rowboats. But it's, they're, you know, they're, they're not taking their, sail sh- their sailboats all the way up into port. Um, and everybody seems quiet it's a quiet night but looking out over into the city you see kind of a 
Imagine, like, the Greece uh, coastline uh, of, uh, like, a, the famous... Santorini? Uh, sure, Santorini. The, the famous photographs that you see of, like, come to Greece, and you see those, like, white uh, yeah. structures Columns. that are, are tiered and going up the, the hillside. Um, that is what Ecolophia looks like except there's jungle surrounding it. And um, the docks extend pretty far. They're clearly quite busy, or at least there are enough ships to make them busy. And I think looking out into, uh, into the city, you realize that the city is built on a hill, uh, and it's built into the forest rather than on top of the forest. Um, The structures seem to have little candle-lit openings, little windows that are kind of flickering with a little bit of flame. Uh, people who live here staying up later at night. Uh, it does seem like a lively city. You can hear voices and chatter. Every now and then you hear like a faint, hey, like maybe somebody's having a party or going out to a um, bar. Denny's <laughs> going out to a bar and uh, it, it seems like it's an interesting place to be um, and I think that's where we'll call session for tonight cool thank you everyone um, those of you who are watching I appreciate you being here and, and yeah. sticking around uh, players thank you so much I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna end stream now, and then next week we will pick it up in Ecolophia. Thank How you for the bits. See everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Good night. Thank you for joining us again on Galesserian's Greatest. I hope you're enjoying Tales of the Witch Boy.